0: We know it's Masters week, no Masters, Tiger not defending just yet. But for those baseball fans out there, you're in the same boat. No baseball. Two weeks into the season and not one pitch has been thrown. But we got you back. We got Yankees center fielder Aaron Hicks on this week to talk a little bit about baseball, golf, and why he stopped playing golf to take up baseball. Interesting stuff. And it's coming at you like a fastball.
1: Welcome back to the show, The Birdies Not BS. This is your uh, new host, Aaron Hicks, uh, with, of course, Cheyenne Woods. Thank you, Doug thank Smith. you. Uh, yo, thanks for having me on the show.
2: Yeah, you know, anytime. I'm, I'm super
1: excited to, to be a part of it.
0: Thanks
2: for coming. There
0: we go. Actually, thanks for listening, because I don't think a lot of people know, like, you actually are a fan of the show, and well, we appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that number
2: one fan. <laughs> right. <here. laughs> you know what
0: I'm saying? Like, the way he just looked at me right now, I'm not sure if he was like, yeah, I don't really be tuning in like that, but I heard, like... The, I heard the
1: intro and I heard Cheyenne was going to be here. So I'm going to just show up. (laughs) Nah, man, I definitely do listen. I definitely like hearing the stuff that you guys talk about. Well, I appreciate that.
0: Appreciate that. But Hicks, a lot of people don't know. Yes, you play baseball professionally, but they don't know about your golf side. They don't know how much uh, uh, on course uh, preparation goes into playing golf
1: for you. So what's it like,
0: you know, playing under the lights, but also getting between those ropes?
1: Uh, I mean it's fun, you know. Uh, it's definitely something that I have passion for. So, you know, whenever I'm able to get the opportunity to go out there and play golf, it's uh, something I want to do.
0: Well, when you talk about play golf, you don't play like a normal. You're not like a 12 handicap. You kind of you you hover around scratch. <laughs>
1: mm, nah, man. I gotta I gotta keep a low profile, man. I gotta win some bets. Keep telling all those uh, people. Okay. You can't get oh, my well handicap too low. Uh, okay. Yeah, I've heard about that. I don't yeah. know about it, but all I've right. heard about well, it. Let's keep take high. two. <laughs> I heard you're around like six. Uh, yeah, I play a six handicap. And a <laughs> <laughs> nah. So yeah, I play around scratch golf. Um, yeah, I actually grew up playing golf. So, um, you know, it's definitely something that I enjoy to do.
2: How often are you able to actually play during the season? You said your seasons from November to no, your off seasons from November. Tell me, because I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> to February.
1: To February. November to February. That's not an all-season. Yeah, that's so like that's mid, a spring like break. mid-February, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so okay. November to mid-February. So that's
2: when you play your most golf, or are you playing a lot during the season as well?
1: No, that's when I play my most golf is during that time. Uh, during the season, I really don't play that much. Uh, I might get a round in every now and then during the all-star break, but um, I normally like to focus on baseball during baseball season. So talk a little bit about kind of growing up. I
0: know you're a Cal- Cali guy. You grew up playing junior golf, mm-hmm. right? And then got to baseball kind of in a new, unique
1: way. Mm-hmm. So
0: how how did you get to go, like go from golf
1: to baseball? Uh well, it, it all started out um when I was like, you know, 5 or 6 kind of playing. Um then I started playing in tournaments, started winning tournaments and then um you know, like I was, I, I remember was winning tournaments, not just playing. Yeah. He, was he
2: was winning, winning, winning <laughs>
1: events. Yeah, you gotta sneak that in there. Uh, you know, it was—it was—it was, it was, it was kind of just happened kind of weird. You know, um, my my—I promised my dad, you know, if I win a tournament, you know, I was like, "Yo, can I get some golf clubs?" And he was like, "Yeah, like which ones you want?" I, at the time, I think it was like Ping Eyes, was like the club that came out or something like that. I was like, "I need those, right?" And Big Bertha.
2: Oh, big yeah, Bird's
1: we, yeah. That's back. That's yeah. that's, that's, that's back there. That's that
2: the, was the club, though. Yeah. That definitely was. See, I thought so. Hicks
0: was younger than that. Like he told his age too. Is
2: he?
1: Oh, I'm sliding in there. I'm hot. just go ahead. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> so, anyways, I play the golf tournament. Um, I win to the tournament, and you know, I'm expecting to get some clubs, and I didn't get them. So from then on, I was like, man, I don't want to play golf no more. <laughs> so at that time, it's kind of when my buddy was playing little league, and um he was like yo you want to join my team and I was like yeah you know like I ain't got nothing to do I'm not playing golf no more so I joined the team and ended wow. up making all-star team my first year wow. um and and, and now and I'm and in the big leagues <laughs> fast forward he's, he's he's playing with pinstripes on. wow mm-hmm.
2: so did you stop playing golf completely and then you picked it up later or how did that happen
1: yeah so I picked up golf um Probably my first year of pro ball, so um, when I was 18. So I stopped when I was, like, 13, picked it up again when I was 18. Wow. During the off season. I need something to do. You need something. <laughs> 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 right? Because right. that's a long time, you know, in between baseball yeah. season.
2: And they're two very different sports, but at the same time, they have somewhat similar swings, mm-hmm. I guess. What's your biggest thing, your biggest take on switching back and forth between baseball and golf? How is that hard for you, or what? Mentally, do you have to kind of keep in mind when you go back and forth?
1: Uh, I mean, for for golf, I kind of got to slow it down. Mm -hmm. You know, in baseball swing, like you just swing as hard as you possibly can and, you know, kind of try to make contact, you know, Mm -hmm. because I mean, if you're trying to work on a power swing, you got to, you know, be able to utilize everything uh, within your body to be able to uh, create as much bat speed as you can to be able to make solid contact. So, um, you know, and then when you switch to golf, you got to slow everything down. Like you got to work on your tempo. You got to work on a whole bunch of other things that um, takes real touch to, to get involved in.
0: So you go from just swinging a sledgehammer to now you gotta just paint lines with, with clubs. I'm alone. so
2: glad that you said that though because every time I play pro-ams and I play with these guys, they always try to just smash it and hit it as hard as they can. Yeah. So even and coming sh- from a guy who professionally does that you know, as his job, you understand that you do have to slow it down and that's yeah. like the biggest part of the game.
0: So Hicks, you you've played in a few of these programs. What what kind of, what do you see when you're out between the ropes and these things? You know, Cheyenne sees guys and their egos and 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 <laughs> not wanting to play an up tee But what do you what do you notice? Because I'm sure people are asking you for golf advice as well.
1: Uh I mean, I don't really. I, I can't. <laughs> I I mean, you know, like I don't do it professionally, so I, I'm not going to give you advice on something that I don't know about. You know, like. Um, So I kind of just have fun with them. I mean, that's essentially all I can do. Um, You know, like I I hit the ball pretty far. So they just kind of just enjoy that part of my game and, um, you know, just kind of go out and drink with them and kind of just enjoy being, uh, you know, kind of in their presence.
0: What has golf done for you, uh, be it professionally or in business or anything kind of off baseball? How how has golf either, you know, set you up or brought you around different circles of people? How, How has that been?
1: I mean, it's been awesome. I mean, I essentially get to meet all different kinds of people, um, you know, that I wouldn't meet just in baseball. You know, in baseball, uh, it's just us on the field, and there's really no interaction with fans too much. Um, But in golf, like, I can hit a ball and then start chatting it up with, the you know, whoever on the side next to me and kind of start – You know, get to know him as a person, get to know what he does for a living. And, um, you know, it's given me great opportunities. I mean, that's pretty much how we met. Mm. And, you know, and that's, you know, my first time meeting Cheyenne. So, I mean, there's there's different things that happen um, that give me an opportunity to meet people.
2: It's such a sport that is social. You're mixing and mingling. You're out on the course with these people for four and five hours. So you do get to know them in different ways other than like a cocktail party or a business meeting. So you, you are able to build those unique relationships.
0: And plus you're out there for a, a time period, right? I mean, golf is, no, we love it, but. It takes a you long know, it's time to play. Too long
2: sometimes. It's, yeah,
0: I mean. you know, especially if you're playing those events and whatnot, the pro-ams, five-hour yeah. rounds, which we've already discussed in previous episodes. That it's is no definitely a bugaboo of yeah. ours. <laughs> uh, Hicks, let's, let me ask you that: golf bugaboos. What, what when mm. you're on the golf course? What are, what are the things that you just can't Your stand? Pet peeves like on the course, it's like, whether. Damn it! Here they go again with this. Yeah. Like, what
1: are those things for you? Uh slow play i can't i can't i, I can't stand slow slow play. Sp- slow play i mean i understand if you're like a bad golfer or whatever but we got to have a limit on Pick how many up. shots you can hit please um that and uh man yeah, you on the spot for sure i know i can see that <laughs> <laughs> um i don't like guys that say they're better than what they are mmm like, like after a shot, the like, yeah, so like, you know, I'm showing up to the course, you know, I'm getting ready to play, you know, like, I don't really care if you're good or you're bad, but like, if I'm showing up to Phil and you've been talking mess the whole day, <laughs> then you're a, you know, the plus three out. handicap yeah. and I yeah. get there and you shoot a freaking 85, like, Plus three at the local uh, putt uh, putt uh, course. course. Yeah, something's a little off. It's like there. I had a hole in one at putt putt. Something left. is
2: a little off there.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So we got to do it. Our producer is, is asking in us to ear. jump into a quick little rapid fire with, with Aaron Hicks here. Aaron, I'm gonna ask some questions, and they're gonna be awkward coming from me. So I'm gonna ask you a couple, and I'm gonna let Cheyenne kind of ask the, the 50-50 ball, so okay. okay. I'm gonna just <laughs> let her do it. I'm gonna go right down. Favorite color? Blue. Favorite movie? Ooh, that's sixty one. What is That's, that? Dude, is that a baseball wait. movie? That's we, a baseball okay. movie. You
2: <laughs> can't even go rapid fire when you talk. I know. I'm like, <laughs> I want to know why. All right.
0: 61. I'm going to have <laughs> to add that. <laughs> Favorite childhood pastime? I got to ask. Mm. Can we put the Jeopardy music on during this part <laughs> yeah. right here? I don't want that.
1: Oh, man. I don't, I don't know. It could be any.
2: Golf?
1: No. Nah. <laughs> I, I gotta go. With, I'm gonna go with baseball. i okay. stay with that. All right, okay. because I mean, it's America's pastime. Oh, okay. all right. I'm, okay. I'm, I should have
0: not used the word pastime. That was, that's where we messed up. I'm gonna let Cheyenne ask you the next question, though.
1: All
2: right. I don't know what this means, but uh, soft or strong,
0: mm-hmm. right?
2: I mean, it could be grip, it could be like I
1: mean, <laughs> the aggression, uh, personality. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take strong.
2: Okay, strong is good, uh, spicy or sweet sweet favorite golf course
1: that's a tough one uh i'll go with spyglass oh that's
0: mine too they all said the same course (laughs)
2: um what's your number one bucket list golf course that you haven't played
1: um the old course okay
2: and favorite drink
1: (laughs) jack and coke okay Okay. (laughs) let it out let it out (laughs) i got one question only because you play for the
0: yankees Pinstripes yeah. or solids? Pinstripes. All right, that's it. And that was, that was uh, rapid fire with Aaron Hicks.
2: <laughs> we had mentioned your sweater, more mm-hmm. than an athlete. And we've had this debate a lot on the show and just kind of in general about golfers. Mm-hmm. Do you think that golfers are athletes?
1: Do I think golfers are athletes? <laughs> yes. Because uh, you're talking about yourself. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I think, I think golf is, it depends on how you do it. I mm-hmm. think, you know, if you're, if you're a cart guy, I don't think you're an athlete. True. It doesn't take much for you to play golf with a golf cart. Yeah. But if you're walking the golf course, <laughs> you're an athlete. Cause yeah. I've done that before and it's not great.
2: Yeah. And I guess, like you said, it depends on how you're playing. Like professional golfers, would you consider them athletes? Yes. Okay. That's
1: yes, fair. That makes me feel so that,
2: better. I know. Me do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> of course it'd make you feel better. Uh-huh. Cause
2: some people don't think people consider golf like a hobby or like a skill set. Game versus an actual sport. Um, so I'm glad that you said
0: that. Yeah, I'm not, though. <laughs> I'm glad you glad. But now I've, I look like it's a, a <laughs> not Yeah, because I'm you said that it wasn't a sport. I don't remember what I said for the record. Okay. They'll have to listen back to that episode. <laughs> but what I can say is in this part of my golfing career, I'm definitely no longer an athlete. <laughs> give me that cart yeah, or push cart. What about push carters? Nah. Shout out to my push cart people. Push cart brigade. What's happening?
1: Uh, that's a 50-50 right there. Come on. i take, me right, I'll take
0: the I'll take 50-50. I'm still walking. Yeah, but just, you don't I'm have just, the bag on. You I'm know. just getting my roll on. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's smooth. See, I don't know. I am going to take the 50 on the, on the high side. But All right, so, you know, one thing we talked about last week, Hicks, that I, I do want to talk a little bit about with our listeners because I didn't know all of the facets that kind of go into bat fitting, right? Mm-hmm. Most people that listen to the show, they they know about club fitting and making sure your numbers are right. How does it work in baseball?
1: I mean, everybody's different. I mean, you got different barrel sizes. You got different handle sizes. You got different mid sizes on on your barrel. Um, I mean... There's just a lot of things that go into it. I mean, the ounces, uh, the inches. I mean, there's just different things that you have to worry about when you're starting to choose a bat, because it's all about what's your consistency on contact. Like if you're getting constantly getting jammed all the time, you gotta you gotta go to a shorter bat, or you might need to go down and wait. But it's all different depending on um, what your swing is like, and also it, it varies throughout the season. I mean, the more se- more games you play. Um, the heavier that bat's gonna feel, so you, at some point you gotta make that switch into a lighter bat, or go down in um, you know length. That's
2: interesting. That's crazy, right? I never knew I know. that much <laughs> about I baseball like- <laughs> bats, but it is so similar to golf because it's so personal to you, your game, your body, your swing. Absolutely. Um, that's really interesting to hear. So when you get fit for clubs, what's in the bag right now? First of all,
1: uh, I got the uh, Taylor Mays 730s. Um, with the new tether made wedges that just came out. Uh, what are they called again? Uh,
2: Putting you on the spot. Yeah, right, yeah. uh,
1: they're, uh, they're called mill grinds.
0: Yes, Sorry. yes. Jeez, um, milled grind. from. <laughs> yeah, I got <laughs> that. With Thanks. The-
1: <laughs> I got that with the M5 with a driving iron because I, I I don't need a three wood. Mm. That's some cocky stuff. Okay. That's. Okay. I mean, it's, I had to let that breathe for like a quick second. I don't need a second. three wood. I don't need a three wood. For I real, need a three like,
2: wood, man. a five wood, a hybrid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. It's just a different. game. Hicks plays a, a, a different game. When he came in the studio a couple or last season, I mean, I thought he was going to put a hole in the screen. Wow. I mean, the guys got speed, but yeah. you know it's funny. Like you know, I've had the opportunity to fit. Uh, I fit John Lester. I fit Chris Bryant these guys got speed. I feel like baseball, the way the baseball, uh, comes over into the golf swing. How it translates. Like it it just translates to just power. Yeah. Just power. But I find it interesting though, the fact that he talks about weight in a baseball Mm -hmm. bat and to use your expression, getting jammed, right. And I would equate being jammed, right, inside pitch, getting jammed. I would equate that to possibly being over the top, right, where you run out of room. You don't have room. You run out of room. So just being able to know what kind of shaft is right for you, what shaft length. Mm -hmm. But in golf, you know, Hicks doesn't have to worry about lie angle for a bat, but you know, we have to worry about lie angle. So if you're a player that's kind of coming over the top and getting left, you know, you might want to look at a a steeper lie angle. Something to help you out a little bit. But it just goes to show you how how crucial having the right equipment is, Mm -hmm. right. I mean, right now you're going through some equipment changes with new stuff going into it. Yeah,
2: and I'm learning that tinkering is not always the best. Sometimes you just got to stick with what you got because I've been trying to go back and forth with my driver, and my driver's always my best club. I hit a lot of fairways. I'm average in distance, but um, I don't think distance is worth sacrificing accuracy.
0: Absolutely not. So
2: for me, I'm going back to what I've been playing for a year and a half. Um, It's always fun to try the new stuff and to, like, mess around with whatever's coming out this year but you have to go back to what works for you do you have have you played the same bat for a while or is that the same in baseball
1: (laughs) yeah no it's definitely (laughs) the same because I mean uh the things that that we kind of have to switch with is just bat companies you know so Uh, um different companies come out with harder wood that's going to make your ball uh, you know make you hit the ball harder and make it go farther so therefore You know, like right now I'm with Victus, but I was with uh, Louisville Slugger for. Shout out to KY. (laughs) For a ton of, uh, you know, a bunch of years. And I just switched over about two years ago. So. um, Which would be like going from tailor made to Titleist, right?
0: Or how does that work? Yeah. I
1: mean, yeah. I mean, that's essentially what it is. I mean, you're going from a company that you've been with your whole career and you know the people. um, And then now, you know, you're dealing with a different company that you have to start to get used to different people around you. um, How fast are my bats getting in uh, you know like certain companies take a long period of time for them to get their bats in and now you have to deal with that and calculate that into your season because you can run out of bats and you could be on three bats and be like oh snaps i forgot yeah yo can i get some bats in and all of a sudden it now a it's three weeks later mm-hmm. and you got to get three so weeks so i guess
2: that's like us having wedges Sound like we like, always yeah. have well, an wedge, extra set gotta, of wedges having them in rotation you
0: that's know it's a good point brother. Look, look can we just dive into that just a touch yeah you're getting ready for the season right? How, what do you prepare? Do you have wedges with multiple bounces? Do you, do you have wedges of multiple links? I, I don't know why I said that. But, <laughs> like, what do you do as it relates to getting ready for the season as mm-hmm. it relates to your equipment?
2: Um, so I always test stuff and see how the numbers look, see how it feels. But like this year, I'm sticking with what I played last year wedges. I'm always, I'm switching maybe every few months. So I'll get a few, um, a few sets of wedges to start the year, make sure they have some on hand um and that's really it i'm not a big tinker
0: do you change bounce at all like the, like if you're it playing the like us open
2: it versus depends a, for a, a special Lushy. a special week yeah so if i go and i play Pinehurst and it's super tight or i play over in europe link style where it's super tight firm i might ch- mess around with the bounce and see if a different type of bounce or wedge would help me more so in those conditions
0: well, i love it well Thank you for that enlightening
2: Anytime, That's equipment what I'm here conversation, for.
0: <laughs> bat fitting, wedge grinds. I love it. So Hicks, I want to, I want to switch gears. I want to talk about this shirt you have on because the, I think the message is something that kind of resonates uh, with me personally, but as a professional athlete, it, it just seems that your shirt says more than an athlete. What does that statement even mean to you? And how are you more than an athlete? Because I can imagine a lot of people when they see you or hear you're coming, they're, they're giving you the, the, the celebrity approach, but what does that mean to you and how are you more than an athlete?
1: Uh, I mean for for me, it's all about what you do while you're playing um, you know like how can you affect people's lives um, in, in not only just what sport you're playing and the fans that you know they you know that they're a part of um, it's all about what how can you affect their lives you know um, so like pretty soon here I'm about to start working with urban Youth Academy more in depth and start to do more stuff to get, you know, more more black people into baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the same thing as you guys are, are people are trying to get, um, you know, black players into golf or black women into golf. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's kind of goes hand in hand on the struggle of how how can we do this and how can we get more people into it and how can we get that, um, that interest level a little bit higher to be able to get, you know, the best people um, to, to just play the sport, you know, and kind of get an interest in it and go from there.
0: So being a black golfer, being a black baseball player, it sounds like there's some similarities in the, I guess, the lack of youth swell that we expect to see. Are you, do, do you notice the same things in golf that you see in baseball as relates to the accesses? Because from my vantage point, and not to be disrespectful or just ignorant, but I feel like baseball's way more accessible than golf. Is that true, or do you see that, or, or what do you see from your vantage?
1: Um, that I, I just think we just lack in opportunities. Um, you know, like there's not too many fields, too many baseball fields that are going to be in black communities or um, have access to gloves or um, baseballs or even bats, because, I mean, bats are running like 450 you know, wow. for one bat now. I didn't
2: realize that. You know,
1: and like now wow. things are just starting to get more expensive. Yeah. Um, you know, they're just not in the community. So, um, I mean the only thing that we can truly affect that is, you know, like I got really into the baseball, you know, because like my buddy kind of gave me an opportunity to be able to he you know, I just it just happened at the perfect time for me, you know. And, you know, I had a ton of baseball and you know, fields around me. So it just it just worked out that way where most people don't. Like, Mm -hmm. and, you know, a lot of it comes down to, like, you know, I want to play baseball because he looks like me.
2: Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, like, very similar
2: to golf. Yeah. Yeah. Of just being able to connect with somebody that's in the sport. Oh, he does that. She does that. She looks like me. Maybe I can do that as well. Whereas before, you never thought maybe that was an avenue for you. Yeah, it's
0: Mm -hmm. like a... and not to be you know rude but I, I thought baseball I thought baseball basketball football right that's what that's what black folk Hispanic folk play I thought there were there were equal doors open for those right. sports talking to you it seems like there's not the access that I actually thought there no, were no, to that to that no, sport.
1: Not, I mean not at all I mean um, or the barriers you know, of entry if you will yeah but I mean I feel like now it's more about Latinos um, Latin Americans or I should say are starting to have more opportunities because um there's a ton of them that live in the same community and they are mm-hmm. involved with each yeah. other. And that's where, that's where they're yeah. strong. At. And now in the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico uh, and Venezuela, like they're just cranking yeah. out baseball yeah. player after baseball player because like they go back and they are there with their community. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things where we got to start to, to come together and start to figure out ways to, to start to hit that Avenue a little bit harder to, to be able to get, what we want. Yeah. yeah. I'm just I'm just really shocked
0: to hear that kind of the, the the battle that I feel like Cheyenne and I are are so so keen in fighting in golf, it's it's pretty much the same in baseball. Um now, switching gears just a touch, but to stay on the same topic as a professional athlete, uh, an African-American male, when you're playing golf, how are you received at these clubs? Are you received like like the brother from down the street or you received in a in a different light in a different manner,
1: I don't because it, it just kind of all depends, you know, like I feel like I'll go to a golf course, I'll play around with somebody, but the beginning of how we're playing is typical, like you know like I'm just playing you know playing golf with another person, but as soon as they find out what I do, things <laughs> change quick you know what I mean, and that's and that's you know. It's, it's understandable, you right. know what I mean? But, um, you know, that's kind of just the way things are, you know. But, I mean, if we're able to change the way things are and start to be more like, yo, you have an opportunity to play this game or, you know, start to kind of push people more towards that, I think it would be amazing for us.
2: I love
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I It's just... It's nice to hear people
0: kind of on the same boat uh, mm-hmm. or in the same boat fighting the you know, same battles. I feel like just I feel like as a whole, like there's certain places that, that, that black and brown people just don't have the accesses to. Yeah. Is it a money thing in baseball? Like when, when you're talking about youth and, and playing game and getting getting minorities into, into baseball, is it, is it a money thing? Is it a like nobody boy's not playing? Like what is it that you see from your
1: vantage that is the barrier to entry? for black and brown folks in baseball? I mean, it's definitely a money thing because, I mean, in baseball we have, you know, Little League, we have, um, you know, travel ball teams. And travel ball teams is really where it's at for players to kind of get that development on a little bit more faster pace because now you're playing with better players um, and you're playing against in tournaments and you're constantly competing against people. Whereas if you're only going to play in Little League and once the Little League season's over – And now you got to wait till next year to get better. Like that's, that's, that's too long of a time. Now, what if we don't even have little league? Like that's even, you're even more behind, you know, everybody, exactly. in other countries too. Exactly.
2: It's scary to see how competitive and how serious that these, whether it be baseball, golf, soccer, they get so intense at such a young age. I mean, kids in golf playing AJGAs, traveling throughout the summer, that gets expensive. And if you're not able to have access to that, you're so limited to how good you can get or how competitive you can be compared to someone oh. in Sweden or someone in Spain who has their um, their government supporting yeah. their national team and supporting the junior uh, the foundation. The Federations yeah. it, and, it, that's and, the uh, biggest thing that I've noticed in the U.S. versus international is just the backing. And it's so nice to hear that, you know, Latin Americans going back and putting back into their community has made such a difference. Cause we've seen that in golf with the Koreans. It wasn't until Ri Pak on the women's side, won the U S open that Korea really blew up in the golf world. So that is really all it takes nice. is just that little bit of influence and platform.
0: And, and also, I mean, there's so many people playing golf in Korea that indoor golf simulator golf. It's, it's huge. It's, it's unbelievable. I mean,
2: that's really the biggest golf market right now is yeah. Asia and specifically Korea. Yeah. South Korea. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I got to talk about Yeah. <laughs> I can't say that on camera, but yeah. no, you know, I we talk all this stuff and we hear these angles and whatnot, blah 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 blah. What do we do about it? Like you know, it's like I, I can only do so many, so much. You can only do so much. So, so what is it that that you know we got to do to get kids in baseball, to get kids in golf? Well, I don't really care about kids playing baseball, but I want kids in golf. <laughs> but,
1: uh, <laughs> but to answer that question, I, <laughs> I think it's pretty much you just show up. Yeah, you know, show interest. You know that that you that you feel like this is an avenue that would help them get up, get them out of the situation that they're in.
2: Yeah.
0: So have you, have you gone back into different different communities and, and how are you affecting the, that change that you want to see?
1: Uh, well, I mean the urban youth Academy is one, one of the things that affected me the most. Cause I mean, they literally gave me everything I needed to be able to get to where I am now. So, you know, for, for me to go back and, and kind of just go just to, be there, you know, makes, makes a difference because I mean, if they, if kids think that they're going to see me there, they're going to go, Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, that's, what's awesome, you know, and that's the return. That everybody wants as a player is to be able to be like, you know what? Like I had an opportunity. This, this is the company. You know, this is the company or the facility or the the um, the place that gave me that chance. And now the fact that I can go back and do the same thing for somebody mm-hmm. else, even if it's only for like five other kids, you know, that'll be end up being the ones that get the opportunity. Like that's winning. That's yeah. that's on you're on the right you're on the right track with that.
0: Yeah. I love, it. I love it. But. I do want to say this. Speaking of kids, mm-hmm. you just celebrated your first child's first birthday. Yes, oh. yes. So let's talk about kind of how you were raised and how you kind of are going to try to plan to raise your son. Is he going to be a go- I mean, I know he's going to get to choose, but are you going to put a golf club in his hand or are you going to put a baseball bat in his hand?
1: <laughs> you know, I mean, I was, you know, I was or, I or was forced. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I, I kind of played sports. By just me wanting to play sports so I feel like if I kind of lean my son to I mean he's going to grow up watching his dad play you know like I still have six more years on my deal so he's going to be at least six by the end of it and he's going to know like what baseball is like mm-hmm. you know what I mean so he's going to be around it all the time so if he just so happens to pick that up then Awesome, but I mean, I'm not gonna force anything on. I'm, I'm gonna keep playing golf once right. I'm done playing baseball. So, <laughs> and, you know, that's that's one of those things that, um, you know, if he wants to play, uh, I'm in. You know, if he doesn't, I'll you know, just hopefully the second my, my second son oh. wants to do it. <laughs> so how, do, how
0: do you <laughs> try in the next one?
1: <laughs> yeah. What's that what's that album drop again? <laughs> yeah, but when is When is your your uh, your, your newborn yeah. be born? Um, he's gonna be born in. May May thirteenth. Wow,
2: both of you guys.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, don't be yeah. putting my business in the street. Oh my God! Don't <laughs> <Tell> nobody <laughs>
2: know. It's what, on what Instagram.
1: We got. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's real.
0: It's on Facebook. It's or Instagram. On yeah. it's real. And all I know is I, I'm looking forward to, to our kids playing junior golf.
2: Are you definitely going to put a club in their hand then?
0: Um you know what, not to be cliché, but I'm going to take the Earl Woods approach. Every I, I might not put a club in their hand, but they're going to see me at the course all the mm-hmm. time <laughs> as much as possible. i yeah. i want the golf cart with the stroller on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want I want the stroller with the with the with the built-in bag yeah. and I just got the little baby out there just mm-hmm. getting it. That's what I want. Oh,
2: I love that. If they make yeah. it, I might have to get I'll that. Be thing coach. I'll be their Auntie coach. I'll be their anti shot. There we go.
1: There we- all
2: right, so you're our special guest, mm-hmm. and we put it out on social media. So we have actually a question from a listener okay. specifically for you. What can golf do that baseball is doing in order to grow the game and to create access to the sport? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I think it's more just about academies, um, you know, being able to try to, to give people the opportunity um, to play the sport, because I mean, we have a ton of academies. We got the Urban Youth Academy um, in Compton that I came out of, and then we I think we have another one in Atlanta. There's things called the RBI. I think there's all kinds of things that are just meant for, um, you know, uh, black players to to kind of mm-hmm. go there and you know, kind of showcase their talent and see what they what they got. I mean, if I feel like if I I mean I have a lot of buddies that if they had this opportunity going up like that they they would have a chance to yeah. to make it you know and so um i feel like that's kind of where where it's at
2: yeah like, that makes a big difference but, though just to have opportunity yeah.
1: but the thing is the usta does this like the us association they
0: they have academies here they have a model that works yeah like you look at uh sloan stevens or even coco like they're coming out of these academies and it's just why has golf not gravitated toward this academy model where you bring in and you put out.
2: Yeah, I agree. And the the academies that we do have in golf are so elite and so expensive that it doesn't. It kind of defeats the purpose of getting it into the kids' hands. Um, that was a good question. Shout out to Top Golf God for sending that through.
0: So Hicks, on a on a golf side, when you do come back from <coughs> from Tommy John's, mm-hmm. so we'll just actually like yeah. take this from Basically. a whole different section, based off of kind of last season and things that you saw with your golf game. What are kind of the things you struggle with and things that you try to always work on when you're out there practicing and playing golf?
1: Uh, I mean, things I definitely struggle on is off the tee. I'm the complete Mm. opposite (laughs) uh, of Cheyenne. That's that's automatic. I mean, it's just more, um, so I just have have a lot of speed and I have trouble trying to figure out what shaft works best for me. You know, I mean, do I go stronger or do I go... I mean, that, that in-between for me is, seems to be the hardest thing for me to, to, to get. Um. But everything else is, is fine throughout the bag. But I just, you know, I can't get off the tee. And if you can't get off the tee, then Yeah, you can't really struggling. do much. Yeah. <laughs> I Man, it's frustrating. You know mean, I mean,
2: I, I don't know. But know, but, um, but it is frustrating like because...
0: You see it, Shy, right? I it's like it. I see everybody that, you know, when they don't hit it like you, they, they struggle off the
2: tee. That's why I think it's so impressive to watch Tiger because he's not great off the tee, but... I mean, he's great at scrambling. He's great at just those, that creativity wherever he is on the golf course. That's what makes it exciting, though. Mm-hmm. You play exciting golf. Yeah. She's,
1: yeah. she's, <laughs> a, she's, she's the only person exciting that talk golf. It, yeah. I talk like, about. I mean, yeah, yeah. unless, you're, you know, you're playing in a Florida course where there's just trees and houses that's, all over the yeah, place. Yeah, that's
0: no good. And now you just <laughs> bang, no bang,
1: dinging all yeah, over the that's place. That's
0: no good. Or you play a Phoenix Country Club where you can miss left all day.
2: And have perfect angle into the green.
0: See, yeah.
1: No, I go right. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got to no. fix that. We're going to get you in. Are you right-handed or left-handed? I'm right-handed.
2: Okay. Sorry, yeah, was so that a had, stupid nah, question? he had to stop and think about it. Didn't I know. He? He was like, hold I was like, on. Should I, I not have uh, asked that?
1: <laughs> well, no, no, because, I mean, it's just, no, it's different. In baseball, I hit on both sides of the plate. So. Oh, sweet. See,
2: that was, yeah. So he's That's interesting. Hitter. So
1: you, so you should have said switch hitter, man. But I'm not a switch hitter in golf
2: you're actually right-handed in everything else you do. But in baseball, you can go both ways.
0: As you all know, the way we wrap up our show, we like to turn it up a little bit where we take golf from golf 101 to golf more like 205, where we get technical. Today we're getting technical with Aaron Hicks. The one thing I want to know Hicks about, you know, as we get technical, how do you manage nerves? Like, I imagine when you get to the plate, there's got to be some type of either anxiety or some type of just, just extra energy. Like, yeah. How do you manage or how do you keep your chi balanced as it relates to, to golf and in baseball? I mean,
1: I, don't, I mean, I only get nervous in golf. Uh, cause, I mean, I've just done it so much that, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, it kind of gets to the point where, um, you know, like it, it, it's all about being comfortable with who you are. And, and what kind of baseball you play or what kind of golf you play. So, I mean, if you're, if you're a guy that gets nervous on the first tee, chances are, like, you know, just, just play your game. Do, do what you've been doing your whole life. And, uh, I mean – A lot of people get nervous on the first tee because they're worried about what other people Mm -hmm. around them are saying or doing or whatever. Uh, I just think that if you just focus on what you're doing and just hit that shot that you've been banging down the middle all all practice Mm -hmm. right before leading up to it on the range, then you're going to be just fine.
2: So what about different game situations? Your nerves still don't ever come up or like, for example, on the 18th hole, you have a Four-foot putt to win the tournament. That's a little bit different of a feeling than you know maybe the, the third hole. Mm-hmm. So, do you have anything like that in different game situations, to where your body or your mind just might be a little bit different? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I mean, there, yeah, there's a, there's a ton of stuff like that. I yeah. mean, if you got like a man on. Um, you know, first and third with one out, I mean, for, for a baseball player, anything to the right side um, it is essentially all you want to do is score runs. So you want to score as many runs as possible. So if I'm able to slow that down and give myself an opportunity to just think about one thing mm-hmm. instead of trying to do everything at one time, like, yeah, you know fair. what I mean? That's, that's very, that's the, very I mean, yeah, important. That's, that's, that's yeah. the best that's way to do golf it. golf Turn yeah.
0: everything off yeah. and, and, and hone in on one thing. Yeah.
2: One thing, keep it as simple as possible. For me, I always, at the end of the day, just be an athlete. See the shot and just feel it and just mm-hmm. hit it. Yeah, so.
1: I mean, you know, you got that back, that, that pin tucked in the back, yeah. just, just hit in it in the middle. Just do it. Just no, go. not Cheyenne. <laughs> Cheyenne, she takes dead aim. She yeah. got a nine iron down, she's taking dead aim. Yeah, yeah,
2: for sure.
0: But I think, this, I think it's interesting. So, did you, was there ever a moment where you felt like, I guess, the nerves turned off? Because I imagine when you got to the league, you got to the league at 18. Yeah. Like you had to have some type of something. Right. Some type of nerve, some type of either excitement. Like, I think people always take nerves and think of it from a, like a like an uneasy perspective. But like that. Let's freaking go. Yeah. Those you are can nerves. use that like as adrenaline. It's kind I of like mean, stress and you stress. There's a yes. positive way to say this. And I don't mean this in a negative way. Yeah. But but when you got to the league, do you remember being like anxious, like ready to freaking go? How did you kind yeah. of calm down or what kind of methods and things did you use then that that you've gotten used to now
1: well i mean the thing about baseball though is, like as a hitter you're always going to get four bats so Mm -hmm. like your first two may suck but you always have that opportunity that just keeps on coming throughout the game but i mean as far as a big situation um you know say the winning run is at third base and um you know i i have to get them in i mean the the best thing for me to do is to to just remember that i've done this before you know like Mm -hmm. i am i this is the same box the 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 um you know, the mound is only so far away. Like, yeah. everything is the same. Yeah. You know, nothing changes from me being in the minor leagues to me now in the big leagues. Nothing changes. I mean, the only thing that changes is my mindset and what I'm thinking in the box. That could either maximize the the, the situation I'm in or I can just choose to slow it down and just focus on something simple.
0: Well, I think it's great because you he, he, he take the mindset that you've been there before. So you've, you've, right. you've seen – if you've been there before, you've either had success – or you've failed. Mm-hmm. So if you've been there before, you can draw from either one of those circumstances to try to make this And this, adjust this to that effort. situation. Yeah, what about you, Shia? I mean, we, we touched on a little bit last last season about, you know, how to manage nerves. But for you, you talked about being, having that putt, that four-footer to mm-hmm. win. What does that feel like, and, and what do you do to manage it?
2: Uh, the biggest thing... Just when you're in the moment is, again, just sticking to your routine. You know, that's why routine is so important, whether it is on the 18th hole or, you know, it's just a random round with your buddies. Um, routine is important because it clicks something in your brain clicks to where you get into that flow. Um, and if you do feel the nerves, even in that situation, for me, you know. Focus on your breathing. Focus on something very small, very simple. Um, so you just really have to simplify it as much as you can and have different tools that you can use and just go to in that moment.
0: Yeah, it's funny. I, I watched that uh, Tiger Woods, How I Play Golf, and I'm actually wearing the same shirt that he wore in that.
2: You're such a golf No, nerd. I just realized
0: it actually in that <laughs> very moment. Um, but he said something interesting. He said, am I ever nervous? You better believe I'm nervous,
2: Yeah. right? And Isn't it's that just, refreshing to hear? Like,
0: it is. Like, it's, 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 it's great normal. to hear. I feel it's like, like mm-hmm.
2: you should have you should have nerves. You should feel that feeling of adrenaline and just energy or else something's wrong.
0: You know, it's funny. When I was playing full time, when I felt nerves, I always tried to, like, really figure out where my start line and my down line was. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the only way I could distract myself enough to try to, like, visualize the shot to say, okay, I'm going to start this ball. At this, the tree just left the bunker. And I want to end it at the leaf on the right side of the other tree next to it, right? And if I could, if I could somehow connect that shape, um, and then I would, I would ask myself, what color is the ball flight?
2: hmm. Right? It sounds so like, silly, know, but it actually like when I went to like, a sports psychologist and we worked on putting, they're Hicks literally like, what
0: the hell is, <laughs> are they talking about?
2: You're literally visualizing a line from the ball to the hole. and They're like, what color is the line? Is it dotted? Yeah. Is it does it have a pattern on it? Because you have to be very specific when you are visualizing because mm-hmm. it gets you that much more dialed into exactly what you're seeing and exactly what you want to do. And your body just connects.
0: See, and I have to ask. You played the Monday qualifier last year for the Phoenix Open. When you got to the first tee, different ballpark.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely. I know you love the metaphor. Definitely. <laughs> uh, what was that experience? Because now you know you've you've you're a professional athlete in in one sense, but you're not a professional golfer, Mm-mm. and no, it's a all. whole different. I mean, the gloves are off at that moment. Mm-hmm. So, what was that experience like? And and how did you manage? Or what did you feel? There had to be something that mm. you, you experienced being in between those
1: ropes. No, oh, yeah, I was definitely nervous for sure. Um, you know, because it was it was a it was something that was different for me. You know, um, you know, stepping in the box is completely different than stepping on the first tee. So um, I do remember that I went far right because Ob <laughs> was left. So
2: <laughs> you were say like, far it, away it, from
1: it, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I just wanted to be able to give myself an opportunity to have a second shot, and and you know, like I was playing at McCormick Ranch. Right, I mean, and I just I knew that I had room right, and I just wanted to get off the first tee. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. like that, that so like I was lucky enough to have you sound that, like
0: us, oh, right? They're right? There. So yeah. I, just get, I just want to get off this yeah. thing. Get me yeah. out of here. You know?
1: But um, but yeah, I just wanted I just wanted to give myself a chance to get off the tee box, and um, you know, I remember I remember I went through my bag about three times because I was gonna be like, "Yo, I should just hit an iron," but I was like, "But that's not." that's not me. That's mm. not, that's not yeah. the way I play. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Give me that driver. And I got the driver, Good for banged you. it out to the right. <laughs> you, know? you knew like where I was I, going. You know? Yeah. I, I just knew that I just wanted to give myself that a second, second shot. chance. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and then after that I was cruising and yeah. then, um, Hey, it, the real, the real, uh, excitement of being out there on the golf course hit me about the 13th hole mm. when I was like, even. And I was like, yo, I got to do something. Like I got to start making some moves. It's
2: either going to happen or it's not. Exactly. So,
1: but it has fail. Yeah. But I literally went to the, to my mindset of like, you know what? I got to start taking chances and Mm -hmm. something bad happens. Like
2: at least you tried. Yeah.
1: Yeah. At least I went for it. At least I can say that, you know what? I went for this. And five over later.
0: <laughs> in five holes <laughs> The tournament's holes.
1: over. Right. <laughs> oh, man. And then I went to go watch the real pros play. <laughs> and I had some cocktails in 16 exactly. for sure. okay. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, I can't thank you enough for taking time out to come join yeah. us in the studio. Yeah. We'll, we'll, that's what we'll call it. We'll call it the studio. Shout yeah. out to our producer, Monty Bell Casada, for, for always holding us down with the, uh, with the set here. The whole setup. Uh, thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Shy. Shy, where can they find us?
2: Uh, you can find us on birdies, at birdies, <laughs> not BS. <laughs> on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. <laughs> Aaron's helping me.
0: I <laughs> might let Aaron run it, man. It's been no, a minute. Take two. Or
2: or if you want to send us questions, we have birdiesnotbs.com as well.
0: well you have it.